The NFL draft is in the books, and a Hall of Fame quarterback is looking to be traded and making demands. You're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot go with him. Can't do it. You play with me. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Now locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock Dodgers podcast. What up, what up, what up, what up, Clock Dodgers? It's your boy, Neil. The NFL has some, some things that we need to discuss. The NFL draft recently was completed. Obviously, we have lots of things to go into with that. Not on today's episode. You know, rankings, breakdowns, all kinds of good stuff. There's something else that's bothered me about the NFL draft, though, and it's not necessarily well, it's sort of fancy related, sort of just NFL related. We also have, you know, Aaron Rodgers and his situation going on that I want to talk about as well. So it's just a few things that I want to make sure that we discuss and cover. We'll see what else happens from there. But th- th- those are the two main points I want to get to. And, th- and the first thing we're going to start with is the NFL draft. The NFL draft overall, just to, just to, like the look, the experience, you know, how they did it on TV seeing fans there again like that was great that was great i was happy to see people there people enjoying it and it not being like it was last year where things just felt like we didn't know what was happening in the world so that that was definitely a a welcoming sight and obviously you know you hope that that just keeps progressing and getting better and better so shout out shout out to that whole process um it was nice to see the players there you know and then coming out and getting drafted and all that kind of good stuff so it, it, it was just good overall it was good vibes overall um Depending on, you know, what team you're a fan of, obviously some fans feel really good about their drafts. Most fans feel really good about their drafts, right? Like, let's not let's not deny the fact that when as, as, a, as a as a sports fan in general, not just NFL, but just in general, when your team completes a draft, you always usually feel pretty positive about it. Right. Unless you're like this, you know, negative type of uh, you have this negative mentality <laughs> towards the world and towards new things as they happen. Uh, most people find reasons to feel positive about, you know, the outcome, the outcome of what happened for their team. So I hope, you know, whatever team you're a fan of, you feel good. You feel, you know, you you, you kind of see, you know, the vision that the team was taking and, uh, you know, you appreciate how, how it played out. Um, a lot of teams got better, man. If we're just, I mean, if we're just projected forward and just assuming things, right. A lot of teams hopefully got better. Uh, a lot of court, new quarterbacks in the league. That's always exciting for fantasy purposes, just lots of offensive players um, that are that are going to make an impact, hopefully. So there, there was a lot of things to be excited about, a lot of things to be excited about. And like I said, from a fantasy perspective, we'll talk about it in our future episodes as far as how we rank these guys, um, you know, how we how, how we rank the rookies coming into the league and all this kind of stuff. We have episodes for that. But today, I just kind of want to talk about just from a general sense when you know, the draft ends and I had to like avoid this for the first week because it was bothering me so badly. It's while the draft is happening and then immediately after the draft. So like the grades and, and, and the criticism and everything while teams are drafting, I can't stand it. It's absolutely ridiculous. Obviously, as a Raider fan, I feel it even more because the Raiders always are, you know, knocked for their draft, especially how they draft early um, and, and some of it rightfully so. You know, no no one will question some of the draft picks the Raiders have made um, in the past. But every team has checkered history, right? Every every team has checkered draft results. Like 
It doesn't always play out well. No team drafts 100% perfect all the time. Um, some are definitely better than others. Some have, you know, played out better than others. And whether that's all, you know, whether they're how much luck is involved in that, how much is just process, who knows? My problem, though, is like the immediate criticism and, and, and slander of teams, drafts, the players, you know, all, all these things like un- understand, like we're not going to know how this plays out for anybody for a couple years. You can't just go out. It just bo- it just drives me crazy. The like death sentence we put on teams and players for where they go and where they get drafted and what the team does. Like this happens every year and it drives me crazy. Players come out, Deshaun Watson, he can't do this, he can't do that, he can't play football, he's not made, he's not going to make it in the league. Da, 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 da. He's one of the best quarterbacks in football. Relax. Relax. I don't know if you're just looking to make hot takes, if you're just looking to make headlines. I I get it that it's part of the business in media and in, you know, blogs and in podcasts and in video like you have to grab attention, right? Attention is the currency. It's what you want. So you have to be ridiculous sometimes or, you know, make claims or, you know, step out on your own into a um, an opinion that maybe is, you know, limited to you. <laughs> so I get all of that. Like I get being, you know, boastful and, and, and confident in crazy things sometimes just because it's what's it's good for business. It's good for business. And I get it. But like. It's, it's wild. Like if I just use the Raiders as my. As my example here, obviously, I'm most dedicated to the Raiders draft. I I care most about the outcome of it because I'm a Raider fan. So I don't care what the other teams in the league do necessarily. All I care about for those teams is from like a fantasy perspective or just, you know, a fan of the game, you know, perspective. But, the you know, the Raiders draft an O-lineman. All all year, all offseason, you hear Raiders O-line, Raiders O-line. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. They draft an O-lineman. Why did they why did they draft this guy? Why what, what are they doing? They're reaching for this guy. Da, da, da. Listen, it's the guy they like. It's the guy they like. Who cares? Oh, they could have got him later. How do you know that? How do you know that? Just because that's what you think will happen? That's what you think will happen. So the Raiders are supposed to wait to draft a player because you think something else is going to happen where they where they can wait. That sounds ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous for any team. Any team who likes a player so much that they want that to be their first draft pick, for you to say they should wait to draft him because they can get him later is stupid. It's dumb. It makes no sense because you don't know that. You don't know that for a fact. And reports come out after the draft every single year. Oh, such and such other teams like this player too. It wasn't just them. Uh, we found out later that this team was going to trade up or this team was waiting for him to fall. Da, da, da. Like there's, there's not just one team that likes a player and that's it. No one else likes him at all. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. You can't predict anything except your pick when you're actually drafting in the moment. You can't predict anything else. You could even relate to fantasy drafts. You sit there in a fantasy draft. I, I've done it myself. I've sat there in a fantasy draft. I go, I like this guy and I like this guy. I think this guy will be there when I come back around. So I'm going to draft the guy that I perceive everyone else to have a higher value on. It doesn't always play out for me like that, though. And I know I know you can relate in your draft. There's players who go earlier than you think they should. There's players who go later than you think they should. 
There's players who, you know, you plan for or you had a strategy like, okay, I know I got this pick. I, I, I fully expect this player to make it to me. Like there's, you know, this is who I definitely expect to make it. And then in the second round, I I want this player no matter what. Like I know I'm going to be drafting him early, but I want him no matter what. And then someone takes him before you. You cannot predict the future. You can try to project it and you can try, you know, using all your analysis, all the data, everything you think you know, and you can hope that you're right, but you cannot you cannot confirm it with 100% certainty. So if you cannot do that and you love a certain player and you can't move back to a place that makes sense or you don't feel comfortable doing that, you take the player you like. That's it. Period. End of discussion. End of discussion. I don't care. I, I'm not going to judge a team for that. We're not talking about a guy who was going to go in the seventh round and you drafted him in the first round. Like, that's ridiculous. That's not happening, though. It's not happening. It's not happening. So that kind of, you know, reactionary draft talk drives me crazy. And that's in NFL draft and in fantasy drafts. You don't know what your opponents are going to do. You cannot predict it. You can project it all you want and assume all you want and 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 plan it out and map it out how you think it will happen, but you cannot confirm it with 100% certainty. And therefore, if you cannot do that, then a person has to get who they want. They have to draft who they want. That just is what it is. So that that I don't even care about that. It doesn't bother me at all when teams do that, whether it's fantasy or, or NFL draft. Then, as soon as the draft's over, this team gets an A, this team gets a B, this team gets a C. Why? Why? Because of what you think that player is worth? Because you're not thinking about anything else other than the fact that this is, this is the surface. You're looking at the surface and go, oh, he did really good in college. He did really good in college, so that's an A. This guy, I don't really see it as much as they see it, so I'm going to give him a C. You know, Or they drafted him before I thought they should, so I'm going to give him a C. It makes no sense. Literally, in the Raiders draft, they drafted an O-lineman and a safety, right, in the second round. You will hear people say, I gave them a C because they drafted the O-lineman in the first and they got the safety in the second, who I thought was a first-round grade. That's weird. So the Raiders got a value. So does don't they wash each other out? They got a steal in the second round, in your opinion, because they got a guy who you thought could have went at 17 in the second round. And then they got the O-lineman who you thought was a second-round grade, they got them in the first round, so they cancel. So how can that be a C? That's not that's not bad. They got both players that you think are good. They just picked them in different places. Would, would it have been ideal for you to get it the way you wanted it to be? Sure. But they got the same damn players. Who fucking cares? Who cares? If you say, I like the Raiders draft if they got the safety first and the old lineman second. And they didn't do it in the way I liked it, but they still got the same exact players. Who fucking cares? It doesn't make sense to me. If I'm drafting in fantasy and I want two players, no matter what on my team, I don't give a fuck what order I get them in. As long as I get them. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. So if I'm going into a draft and I'm in, you know, a lot lot of leagues, I mean, have group chats and stuff. If I know a guy likes a player that I like and they know I like him because I'm outspoken, whether it's in the group chat, whether it's on the podcast, you know who I like. You know the players I like. I'm held accountable for the players I like because I speak about it. So they know who I like. So you think I'm going to let them take them before me just because I care about damn draft value and what round I drafted him in? I drafted Antonio Gibson in the fifth round last year in a draft. I didn't give a damn what anybody else thought. I could have obviously waited because, well, not obviously, because, again, I don't know who else is thinking what I'm thinking. That's the whole point here. 
I wanted Antonio Gibson. I felt super, super good about Antonio Gibson. I thought that in my mind, he will return fifth round value or better in that rookie season. And he did exactly that. He returned a much more value than, than the fifth round that I drafted him in. But I didn't want to take a chance that there's a red, that there was a Washington fan in, 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 the, in, the, in the league or someone else who was high on the rookie because, you know, there's that rookie shiny new toy syndrome. I didn't want to take that chance. I didn't want to take it. So I drafted him in the fifth round. I still got I still got him. I still got his production. Who knows who else I could have drafted in the fifth round at that point and what they would have resulted in. I got the guy I liked. I have fun. I enjoyed myself. He produced. I'm sure there's other guys in fifth rounds and drafts that I picked who didn't. It's just the way it is. So whether we're talking about the NFL draft or tomorrow fantasy drafts, I'm not judging you straight off the rip about how your team went unless you're doing the most ridiculous things that make no sense at all. If I can't logically make sense of it, then we have issues. That's the only time I'm really going to bash a, a draft. Like if there's a fancy draft and you're doing things that are just completely, you know, that I can't even defend it. I can't even argue it. If I can't argue what you did at all and find a point logically that makes sense to me, then I'm going to, then I can bash you. I feel fine about it. But if I can argue it, if I can make sense of it, if I can look big picture, then I'm not, then I'm not going to give you shit about it right away. I'll let it. I'll let your process play out, and we'll and we'll see if you were wrong or right. We'll see. I I get the criticism. I get we're overcritical of everything. We want to complain about everything in today's society. I get that, and I get that the point of drafts and 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 watching people make decisions is to judge them, right? To provide our feedback. I enjoy that as well. But I just think sometimes we get a little too crazy with it, especially when we haven't seen no one play football. We haven't seen the performance. We haven't seen the production yet. So how can we get crazy and bashable for it? Just because it doesn't fit your your vision, the way you thought it should have went out. The way the numbers say it should have played out. It didn't play out exactly the plan. A lot of things that don't play out the plan end up being the greatest things ever. So that's my two cents on it. I just hate seeing that judgment because we see it every year also, not even in drafts, but in like free agency, like, oh, such and such team won free agency and then they flop. Super hard. It happens all the time. But what happened? The data said it was good. The mechs, just the process, everything looked good. It just didn't play out. So I could praise him and look like a fool at the end of the day. Either way, everything is 50-50. It could be bad or it could be good. So to come out with such enthusiasm against something without ever seeing it happen, <laughs> like without ever seeing it be used, Without ever seeing the process, actually, not, not just the process of how you got there, but seeing the results, without ever seeing the results, to be so passionate to bash <laughs> in such a rush to bash it. It happens all the time. And it's not just drafts. This is life. This is player criticism, everything. Like, we're just so quick to rush to judgment before, you know, fully. And I don't mean you got to give a, a guy 15 years of his career. <laughs> to wait to judge him. But we even see some players just blossom, you know, later, right? Three, four years in, all of a sudden they take off. That's okay, man. That's okay. And the person who believed in that player is still vindicated in some way because that player did come to the place that they felt they were, whether it happened in their rookie season or not, doesn't matter. 
it eventually happened and they felt like it would. So in life, not just in sports, just in drafts, just in fantasy and everything, slow down the judgment, slow down the rush to, to make a bold statement. And again, I get it for your product that you have to do these things sometimes. But across the board, it just gets crazy. So no, I'm not going to bash any team for their NFL draft and who they picked. I'm not going to do it. I'll let the results speak first, and then I'll speak off of the results. I'm not going to get out here and start, you know, just slandering teams left and right, just like I won't slander you in a a fantasy draft if you're in it with me. I'll wait to see. I'll wait to see. You might have got something right there. You might have did something right that I didn't see. You might you might be right. You might be onto something. <laughs> not gonna not gonna slander it. The other thing I wanted to talk about today is Aaron Rodgers, and th- this is one of those topics. is a hot topic. It's gonna be heavily debated until there's a uh, you know till there's there, till there's a conclusion on it because Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. We've watched Alan, Aaron Rodgers, you know, make the Packers super relevant. While others will clown how they draft, you know, not drafting weapons for him, not adding weapons to the team, not doing enough. We've watched Aaron Rodgers play crazy good out of his mind. That's not to say he don't have weapons. I mean, his his team is definitely has weapons with Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. They've had different running backs, different wide receivers. And he, you know, how how much you want to credit him? You know, a lot of people feel like is is he making everybody that much better? You know, if he had more weapons, would it be different? Of course. The more weapons, the better. That's in, It's not an even arguable statement. <laughs> but we're in this situation now where Aaron Rodgers is threatening the Packers. Like, hey, I won't play next season, this upcoming season. I won't even play if you don't fire the general manager. I won't even play. He is so unhappy with how things have played out, especially with the general manager, that he's threatening to not even play if he's not traded or if the GM is fired. So, let me get this out of the way first. As a Raider fan, I get lots of uh, comments about Aaron Rodgers. I do not believe Aaron Rodgers will be a Raider. All right. So I don't entertain the idea of it. I don't get into it. I don't get crazy about it. I don't dream and fantasize about it. I don't talk about it nowhere because it's not even realistic to me. The Raiders hired Derek Carr. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. If Derek Carr is not the guy, I'd rather have a, a young quarterback that we draft in the future. For if that if that's the you know if that's the route it goes, I don't want you know an old man quarterback, and I get that Aaron Rodgers would be the, Ra- the Raiders' best opportunity at a Super Bowl. Of course, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. He's like the best one of the best quarterbacks in football. But it's not even that. It's just not realistic. The Packers are not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. Speaking of judgment, speaking of criticism, speaking of feedback you don't want, if you trade Aaron Rodgers. You are going to look crazy in these streets. If everybody's going to look back in history and say, the Packers chose a GM over the Hall of Famer? What? The Packers chose to let Aaron Rodgers sit because of the general manager? Nah, man. Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. The Packers... Needs to give Aaron Rodgers whatever he wants. <laughs> if it's fire the general manager, you fire the general manager. You don't think about it. You don't, you don't sleep on it. 
this should have been done. If this was a company run by me, it would have been done. <laughs> because I'm trying to win a championship. And Aaron Rodgers is my best opportunity to do so, not that general manager. I can't replace Aaron Rodgers. I can't replace Aaron Rodgers with another Aaron Rodgers. I don't have that ability. The Packers don't have that ability, but they can replace that general manager with another general manager. You can guarantee that. It's a mess, man. But I'm not going to sit here and get caught up in it. You know, Aaron Rodgers being traded. I, I don't believe it's a possibility. I don't think, I mean, obviously anything is a possibility, but I don't think it's realistic. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that ultimately the, the, the Packers know what they have to do. Um, and if the general manager, they're probably taking this time right now to try to smooth things over, try to make it right. It's not going to happen. And they're going to have to make a you know a decision, a real life business decision that, that matters, that will alter the, the organization. But it's what they have to do. To me, there's no question about it. So, no, I'm not entertaining Aaron Rodgers, the future Broncos quarterback or Raiders quarterback. Not even thinking about it. I'm not going to let the media trick me <laughs> into discussing this for a month. Not happening. Packers, you know what to do. Aaron Rodgers, man, I I, I know he doesn't have the greatest. Um, there's some people who really don't like Aaron Rodgers for whatever reason. But I respect the move, man. You're tired of it. You got to do something. You're towards the end of your career. You're you're asking for something to be done so you can win another champ so you can win a championship, a future championship, a 2021 championship. And if you don't see it happening like you want it to happen, you're a Hall of Famer. Some th- this is what he's earned. This is what he's earned. This isn't a rookie quarterback. This isn't a guy who's been in the league for three years. Aaron Rodgers has earned this. So Packers, do right, man. Do what's right. This guy has brought you tons of success, tons of money, tons of attention, tons of W's. It's not the general manager doing it. He's not, he's not him. It's not him. It's just not. I know people don't like to hear that. There's probably some, some people out there supporting the general manager hard. All in the paint for him. <laughs> They're all in the paint like, this is how organizations work. This is how contracts work. You got to respect it. This is business. No player is bigger than the team. There's someone out there doing that. There's some general manager fanboy out there saying, choose the general manager over the Packers. Imagine that. Imagine that madness. I don't think there's a Packer fan out there who who, who would say that. <laughs> there can't be. I, I won't believe it. I would not believe it at all. Listen, there's a, there's a lot going on in the NFL right now. There's a lot. And, and and when I was even talking about the NFL draft and like, you know, judging teams and, you know, being super critical of them, even even the Jets. Like, I don't like the move Sam Darnold drafting another quarterback in the first round stuff. I don't like that. I do not like that. That is not the way I would run the team. That is not the way as a fan I would want the team run. But it's what they did. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Sam Donald hasn't had a, a you know a ton of success. Whatever you want to credit that to, I won't put it on. I won't put it on Sam Donald because I think he's not a bad quarterback. But somebody is out there putting it on Sam Donald. Somebody is out there saying we need a fresh start. 
Somebody is saying we need a culture change. Somebody is saying that. And so I'm, I'm going to let it play out. Is it what I would do? No. But I'm not going to sit there. Give them an F. Give, that, give, them a, give, them a, give them an F. They had a good quarterback, in my opinion. And, you know, what some of the, the data I have and, and, and film I have shows. So give them an F. They did not need to make this move. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go, hey, I don't like that. I don't like that move. If I was a fan, I wouldn't want that move. If I was running the team, I would say, you know what? Let's give this Sam Donald guy another shot. If we suck so bad because of Sam Donald, we'll be back here next year. <laughs> we'll draft the quarterback at the top of the draft next year. So that's where I'm at when I, when I say that, just so you guys understand. I'm not saying we can't judge the moves or you know have an opinion about the moves, but to call things C's, D's, F's, but to call things C's, D's, and F's, and say it's setting the franchise back 10 years and blah, 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 blah. They can't draft this and that. Like, listen, man, everyone has a system of process of what they're doing, why they're doing it. It makes sense to them. They've debated it. They've argued it. They've discussed it. It just is what it is. We'll see what the process at the process and the results match up at the end. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens and then we'll judge them. Then we'll judge them once that happens in a major way. In a critical way that, you know, we can blast them if we have to. <laughs> but, you know, we don't we don't have to you don't have to, you know, completely destroy a person or a team because of a move that you don't agree with how it played out. <laughs> you don't have to, man. Let let the let the production and the end result be what we blast. Then we talk about it. For now, would I have done it? No. Would I have played it out that way? No. Can I judge what the results will be right now? Absolutely not. I can't tell you that. I just can't. <laughs> it just is what it is. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a realistic person. I'm a logical guy. I can't do that. <laughs> and if the end result is something positive, then they did. Then, then, then what they did, I can't argue it. It worked out. Sometimes things don't go how we thought they would go. Or how they should go, and they still end up positive. We'll see. We'll see you in your drafts this year, in your fantasy drafts. We'll see. And just remember, you can worry about ADP and where you should draft somebody and where you should draft that rookie and where you should draft that running back or wide receiver that you really want on your team. And you can worry about the you know the projections and, and, and what the, the numbers say. Or you can get your guy regardless and know you got him and know you're going to have fun this year and know you're going to, you know, not be mad at decisions you made because you were influenced by something else. You went with what, you know, your research, your data, your numbers, your film, your whatever you want to call it showed you and made you fall in love with that player or that, you know, that strategy or whatever it was. All right, guys, that's that's enough. That's enough. Cover enough ground. Aaron Rodgers, the NFL draft. It's what it's what's what's it's what's popping right now. It's what's popping. It was on my mind. I let it sit and simmer because sometimes when you instantly react to things, you say things that are crazy. So I had to let it. I had to, I had to, I had to let it process in my own mind. I had to give it some time. I say, listen, man, are you acting are you acting crazy right now, or are you making sense? <laughs> I have to do this sometimes. I understand sometimes I have to listen and think before I speak. 
We all fall victim to speaking before all of that, though. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It does happen. Other than that, everything else is good. Life is good. Family's good. Everything is positive. Everybody's good. I hope everything is good on your end. I hope everything is, you know, is, is going well. And um, we have a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of different episodes, non-fantasy, non-sports, different guests, different deliveries to the episodes, different things. We're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit. Gonna mix it up a little bit. Switch things up. You know, just gotta constantly evolve. <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter at Clock Dodgers or on Instagram at Clock Dodgers. Let me know what's on your mind, what you're thinking about, your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. If you believe he'll be a Packer, if you hated your team's draft, whatever it is. Now, if you have anything you want me to discuss, any guests you want me to have on, anything like that, you just feel free to hit me up. If uh, Twitter and Instagram are your thing, you can always email contact at clockdodgers.com. That works as well. That's, you know, if email is your thing, <laughs> that works. Other than that, guys, I appreciate you as always. I appreciate the, the, the reviews, all the five-star reviews, all the subscriptions. It, you're, you're, it is never be, It's never going unnoticed. I can't even thank you enough. You know that, but it's not going. It's not going unnoticed. Trust me. Anything you do to support Clock Dodgers when we're building here, um, it, it's never missed. Your retweets, you know, sharing it on your story, every single last thing is appreciated greatly and not missed. So, thank you as always. Other than that, be kind, be great, keep dodging. <laughs>